Well, welcome back to our Faith Bridge Women's Podcast. I'm Kasha Glass, and I serve in our Grow Groups and Discipleship Ministry, and I am so excited to bring you Episode 4 of our six podcast series, Stronger Together. I'm so glad you're tuning in today wherever you are. Maybe you're in your car, maybe you're doing housework, maybe you're supposed to be working, but you're actually listening to us. Uh, For the past three episodes, we've taken a deeper look into topics like our favorite takeaways from the Spring 2021 Renew Women's Event, why connecting to and fellowshipping with a local church really does matter, it really does, y'all, and what it means to be a community who serves together. Today, we will be talking about how smaller community groups make a big place like FaithBridge feel more like family and make big topics like God's Word feel more accessible when we study it together. And I have three lovely guests with me today, Ashley Jones, Katie Kerr, and Lauren Bay. And I'm so excited to get to hear from them today because what's great about this group is they've actually had a whole range of experiences in small groups, whether it's women's only grow groups, mixed adult grow groups, or even our six to eight week grow class experiences. So they're going to be able to talk a little bit about how those look and how they benefited from it and how they've found their sense of community. So we're going to start with Ashley. Ashley, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been at FaithBridge, just anything you'd like us to know. Yeah. uh, So my name is Ashley. I have been coming to FaithBridge for eight years. Oh, wow. I had to do the math on that the other day, so I'm pretty sure that's right. And I'm a single mom. I have a soon-to-be 12-year-old who's in sixth grade at club, which is just I can see your face. You're like white. Just the color left your face. Yeah. It's a whole new experience right there. Um, But I currently lead a women's group with, uh, I have a co-leader, Christina, and we've been doing that for about two years now, two and a half years. A little over two years, I think, actually, is more correct. Um, and previously, I'd been a part of a small group of women's. I've done a mixed group. Well, I say mixed. It was all married couples, and I was the one single. <laughs> uh, so that was an experience. And then I've also done uh, discipleship or micro groups. Now they're called. So I've kind of done all sorts of different grow groups. You really have. And yeah. I'll, I'll share how I first got to know you. And that was when my daughter, who's now 16, driving junior, going to be a junior here in a few months, um, you were her second grade shepherd in kids ministry. Yeah. And you were making a very big place kids ministry with kids running around and my uh, daughter feeling very lost. You were making that feel like a smaller place for her. And you ended up each year that she would change grades, you would just move right up along with with her with yes, kids ministry and that so was fun it was fun she was so tiny and quiet. she was tiny and quiet now she's um, <laughs> amazing and doing amazing things as we all would want our daughters to do so I will pivot over to our other two guests and I'll start with how I know Katie Kerr and Lauren Bay so my first connection with you guys was in our kingdom leadership class right that's where we first met that's our um, eight-week Uh, leadership class that we do for grow group leaders. It's the model that we've used now to develop our other grow class curriculum around. And boy, did we dig into some topics, whether it was 
how to settle conflict with biblical principles. That's always a great topic to, you know, how do you discover your spiritual gifts? Um, and, and I just was delighted at the way you guys uh, were ready to dig into that together with the group. Um, so it was excellent. So let me start. We'll start with, how about we start with Katie? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Katie Kerr, and I've been attending Faith Bridge. I started attending because my husband, Travis, kind of grew up going to Faith Bridge since the club days. So we started attending together throughout college. We both went to Texas A&M. Uh, and then we became members once we got married about two years ago. And then we first got involved with the grow groups and classes, doing the uh, nearly newlyweds class where we met the Bays and became fast friends, uh, shared mutual. It's a fairy tale <laughs> made at Faith Bridge. Yes, we were both Aggies and had similar kind of career paths and a lot of uh, things in common, so became quick friends. We really enjoyed that group as kind of our first exposure to the grow groups and community at Faith Bridge. And then from there, we got involved with a grow group with Jeff and Janice, uh, who were leading that the nearly newlyweds class. And through that grow group, that was a kind of Rayford 99 geographic grow group, mixed ages and couples. And then we kind of became apprenticeship leaders of that one and then slowly transitioned to co-leading that um, as our own group, which we're now doing is uh, kind of a multi-generational. We have ranging from young 20s to in their 30s with young kids to older couples as well. Um, and that's that's where we're at now. So we've really enjoyed all the different experiences with the grow groups and things at Faith Bridge so far. So really, y'all have like the multi-generational family thing going on mm -hmm. at your yeah. grow group, don't you? Yeah, so. it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. What about you, Lauren? All right. So a quick um, a little bit about me, and I'm glad Katie touched on a lot of the meat of how we met and... Um, so I guess, so I was introduced to Faith Bridge through my in-laws, actually. Um, my husband, Bill, uh, used to go to Faith Bridge a little bit at the end of high school. And then every time we were home um, from A&M, uh, we, would, we would come here for different services if we were here for the weekend. Um, but really, truly, we started coming um, in about 2018, I think it was, so not too long ago, but... We realized Faith Bridge, we did a lot of church searching around the area. Um, I was over in Tomball, but now, um, and he was down in town at the time, but now that we're married, we I bought in the area over on Rayford in 99 and uh, still, you know, just fell in love with Faith Bridge and knew this was going to be our home. So we dove straight in. Um, we became members, I think it was around 2018 or 2019, and then um, quickly joined that newlywed class uh, because that was... We were still engaged at the time, but we knew we wanted to take that first step and join in um, going through a lot of the topics that we were able to discuss kind of like premarital. Um, so that was fall of 2019. And then we actually went through premarital counseling with Pastor Wayne, which was a lot we of love fun. Him. Love Pastor Wayne. And he had the honor, I guess. <laughs> we had the honor, I guess you could really say, for him to officiate our wedding um, it was actually, it ended up being a Wednesday at the end of March last year uh, during my scheduled bridal portraits because of COVID. So we called him up literally the weekend before saying, 
hey, Pastor Wayne, our wedding on April 18th doesn't look like it's going to be happening. How about this crazy idea? Will you come marry us around noon on on a Wednesday? (laughs) And he was there and it was absolutely amazing. God just showed up for us and it was just a spectacular day with our parents and our siblings. And anyways, but yeah, fast forwarding to now, you know, Katie shared a little bit. We've had a great time co-leading our Rayford 99 Grow Group, um, which is mixed. And then I've also been involved in a separate Young Marrieds Grow Group, which is mentored by two older married couples last summer and fall. And then I'm also kind of participating in a women's grow group that meets every other Wednesday from from our Rayford Grow Group. So it's been a lot of variety, a lot of people that we've been able to meet and get to know so much better through FaithBridge. And like you mentioned earlier, it really breaks down the just basics of intimidating churches. And it's really just made up of a lot of people that are down to earth and just loving and caring for you. So it's been really fun so far. So how many groups are you in this <laughs> Right? <line>? Oh, well, <laughs> this fall, well, yeah, I will say last fall was a bit uh, – a lot with the young married, the kingdom leadership, and Rayford. So, so I we am, need to give I you a shirt of, that just says "Grow Group Groupie" on it. I so. end up uh, <laughs> quickly overcommitting, but it's been such a blast. But now that we are actually taking ownership of the Rayford Ninety Nine Grow Group, we've decided, and everyone's helped me decide that you know that is our primary focus. We really do want to make it excel, and so far it has. Everyone has been. Super excited. Um, We're about to start meeting in person on the back patio tomorrow, actually. So um, it's just been awesome so far. So we're recognizing where the priorities are, but I have zero regrets for being (laughs) overloaded with grow groups. And we'll we'll get into why. I mean, Bill rotates. um, He goes offshore a lot. And same with Katie's husband. So Katie and I find ourselves having a lot of free time. And it (laughs) definitely has helped just allow me to stay plugged in and that community is super important when you're all alone. So yeah. That's great. And we will get in. I want to hear some more about about how grow groups minister to you guys mm-hmm. um, and all of that. Ashley, let's turn it back to you. Think back to the beginning of um, when you first like what led you to first plug into a small group type community? Uh, I remember Marianne Reed who I think is now Marianne Strong, nailed it. Uh, I met her on the, I think it was the second day that I attended a service. And she immediately was like, we need to get you over to Peggy, to Peggy Burton. And I met Peggy and that was it. I was sold. I was like, yes, I need to be in your presence more. And I need to hear you speak to me and and teach me things. Um so for those that don't know Peggy, tell us a little bit about oh. Peggy, because she is an institution. She is so yeah. important. Yeah. I want to be Peggy when I grow up. <laughs> uh, Peggy Burden was on staff for I don't even know how long, but she just really had a heart for young mothers, single mothers. Um, and she used to teach in the Klein district. And so she had she knew a lot of people through through that. And then she knew she she brought them here. To church, not all of them, but a lot of them. Um, and so when I joined FaithBridge, I I think Noah was maybe three years old. He was young. And I had not had any kind of church home or even really 
relationship with the Lord at all. And so um, when I first went to Peggy's group, I remember I got, it was at her home and I walked in and it was women who were my age and had young kids and were single moms and not a single one of them looked at me weird or funny or judgy like, oh, you're a single mom? Well, hell, you know, I just, I walked in and I was like, oh, these are, these are people like me. And um, they just like, they were all so open and they were all, you know, telling their stories. And I remember that, <laughs> I remember the first night there was one girl in particular who now actually co-leads with me and is my very best friend. And she had had, she was having a really rough time. And I remember she broke down in tears and I was like, what is happening? This girl is showing emotion in a room <laughs> full of people. That was so weird to me because I'm, I'm not like that. And now I am, but she was just so vulnerable and they loved on her and they like, it just, it, uh, it was so, it was so beautiful to see that. And I just remember being in that moment and like watching it happening and being there, but also feeling removed because it was my first night and I didn't have that connection. I was like, ah, I want that. Me, me, me. I want that. So I was just determined that I was going to figure out a way to be vulnerable with these women. And I was going to keep coming back until I opened up. And it, of course it didn't take long because Peggy is so open and so loving and she just, you, you say something and it's like, you could say something so surface level and she somehow manages to get underneath it and like pull it out of you, what you're really trying to say or what you are holding back from saying. And so, I mean, by, I don't know, the first couple of meetings, it was, I was hooked and I was vulnerable and I was open like they were. So, yeah. That's amazing, right? Yeah. That she, first of all, made you feel safe. Mm -hmm. Um, modeled what it meant to be accepting of people and the other women also just loving and accepting each other um, and, and gave you that place where, you know, you could become the person that actually could let your guard down a little bit yeah. right, and be real. Yeah. Did you find yourself um, growing in that? I mean, eventually you're now leading a group, but how did that help you grow? I Well, like I said, I didn't have any kind of relationship with the Lord going into when I first came to Faith Bridge. And um, that group was very, not just, you know, helping me with the vulnerable side and opening up, but it was very instrumental in, in helping me to kind of get the foundations and the basics of who God is and why we believe in him, why we follow him or, you know, who we are in him. Um, you know, we, we did a lot of studies on different books, um, of the Bible. And so it was, there was a lot of like emotional, vulnerable, but also we're going to teach you some foundational things so that, you know, you can stand on your feet as a Christian and say, this is why I believe what I believe. Um, so yeah. And I think that's one of the distinctives, right? That's what makes, a grow group community or small group, whatever the terminology various groups use, different than just another club or organization that you belong to, right? It's that combination of deep fellowship, definitely. But then there's something more. Um, Katie and Lauren, talk a little bit about some of the things that you've studied uh, Bible study-wise since you've been doing grow groups, whether it was with the Marshes or now with your group. So all of the small groups besides the nearly newlywed one that we did have been based off of books of the Bible. So we 
um, did one on Titus, which was a really good one. And then now we're doing James. Um, and so they, you know, they kind of just go through the book and we've used the right now media platform that has different videos and studies that go along with it. I mean, I personally really like those just because it's, um, you know, helps to, to guide you through biblical, a biblical book of the Bible, like, um, to just really dive deeper into each verse. And, um, a lot of times, you know, when you're talking about, the Bible with with different people, you can dive really deep into stuff that you might just pass over when you're reading it by yourself. So I think I've gotten a lot of wisdom and different perspectives from people through our group studying all of that um, and just kind of get new outlooks on the Bible verses that I might have read a million times before, especially, you know, James has a lot of the ones that you are really familiar with, but talking about it with a group of different kinds of people can really give you a new outlook on it, which I've liked a lot. What about the person though, Lauren, that's like, I, I, I don't even know if I have a Bible at my house. And if you told me to turn to the book of James, I would not know where to start. I would be looking to see if there's some kind of table of contents. Um, <laughs> I mean, what do you say to someone like that to, to make them even want to give this a try? We would definitely just encourage them. We haven't experienced that yet in our specific grow group. And I think that's also because we have, well, it's not, not always true, but we do have a wide mix of age ranges, but I will not limit anyone <laughs> to when they're introduced to faith. But um, I think that's the best part about grow groups. I think being the leaders, we um, fortunately have the responsibility to be that open arms and welcome them in if someone were to come and be shy. I mean, I guess our words of encouragement is don't be shy. I mean, we're, we're here. I think every grow group is structured a little differently and they do studies on, on different things. Sometimes you incorporate books that you buy on Amazon and they are interweaving Bible verses in it. Um, so, you know, of course we're, we're here to help. Um, I think we encourage them to jump in. Don't be scared. I think we were all probably scared. <laughs> even mm-hmm. Ashley shared. We were all a bit timid. Um, even jumping in our first experience was the nearly newlyweds class. And it was intimidating at first. And even Ashley shared that same feeling of, I'm not sure about these. I don't know these people. And I'm not sure how to mm-hmm. express feelings. But um, the more you just give into it and pour your energy, the more you'll see the fruits of everyone else as well. And so it's, it's a community effort. Um, I love that you said community effort because some people also have this concept of, well, a grow group means that the leaders, they have like teaching gifts and they have, um, they have the answers and I will just go there and I will um, learn from them. But I, I don't, really see how my gifts would play out. What would you, what would you guys say to somebody um, about that model that they might have in their head of how grow groups work? I think that's a really good point. We were, Lauren and I were kind of talking about that the other day of um, kind of like, are we doing enough as, as leaders doing the teaching? Are we, you know, providing enough? Um, the way that I kind of see our group though, and, and different groups are kind of modeled differently based on the format but the way that I kind of like to think of it is more as, you know, we are there to kind of guide the discussion and things. But when it comes down to it, the point of the grow group is to have community kind of conversation. It's not like a church service where you have a pastor that's kind of 
teaching to everyone. It's more about community. So it's less us teaching the group and more us just kind of facilitating discussion to where we're all teaching each other, especially when you have the, you know, we're probably some of the youngest people in the group. And so it's, you know, we might not have wisdom on certain areas that other people do. So I think that, um, you know, coming to the grow group, any grow group with the mindset of, oh, I'm just going to sit back and let the leaders teach is kind of the wrong idea. And it's more of I'm going to come to a discussion with people and get to hear all different opinions and, and open dialogue about different studies. Okay. Lots of different opinions, different people. <laughs> How has that been for you guys uh, in a pretty tense last year of uh, having to manage some pretty strong opinions. Um, do y'all want to go there and talk about how that's been or what you've done to to continue to have community even when people don't always agree? I know in our group, um, yeah. Go for we it. want to go there. Yes, we want to go <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. We have um, a, a lady that's a part of our group who is so wise and so loving. Um, and she is um, a little bit older than us. And I know, you know, when a lot of things were going on, um, not just COVID, but, um, you know, like with George... George Floyd and a lot of that. She was very passionate to say, we need to talk about this as a group and not in a, uh, you know, let's be accusatory or let's, you know, get everybody to go on record and say, this is what I feel, or this is what I believe. It was just a, this is something that's important that's happening in our world. And we, as Christians and we as sisters in faith, like we need to talk about this and we need to get it out. And, um, I told her, I said, I, I don't think that I have what it takes to lead that conversation. And I don't know that it would be right coming from me. Would you be willing to do that? And she was like, absolutely. And she led the conversation and it was, um, I mean, it was real and it was hard, but it was, something that we needed to talk about. It wasn't just let's get together on Sunday and let's talk about, you know, this study that we're doing in second Samuel and then let's all smile and give prayer requests and then go home. You know, it's, there's, there's, we need to talk about the things that are actually going on in our lives, in the world, and not just the things that are easy, I guess you could say. That's a good point. Right. And I think earning trust as a group, and building the trust that allows you to have those deeper conversations, that's probably why you were able to have it, right? Because mm -hmm. you've built that level of trust with each other. And another thing you pointed out, you guys recognized her wisdom and her gentleness, but also her passion behind that. So, yeah. um, you know, I think that's a good lesson to all of us in, in whatever sphere we're leading in, that have you earned trust with the people? And are you willing to go into it with both humility but truth. And that's such, um, such a good reminder for me as well. Uh, what about for you guys? You also co-lead with your husbands and sometimes there's differences even um, between couples. Um, I co-lead with my husband too, and that's not always <laughs> easy, right? Because, uh, you know, 
five minutes before the group arrives, you might be in a fight. What is, you know? So talk a little bit about those dynamics of, of leading um, with a spouse. I guess we'll add the caveat that our spouses are also rotating, and half the time it's Katie and I leading. Um, we we love them so much, um, and we're so grateful to co-lead together because neither one of us could handle leading all by ourselves. Bill and Travis, they are glowing with their love for you. I promise. No, I mean it's been fun. I think so. At least Travis and I, we have very different strengths, and. Um, I think most of the time it works well to kind of have different bases covered when it comes to leading. Um, and same with even just like us versus the bays, we all have different strengths. So the, the four of us kind of can uh, hone in on what our strengths are as far as leading. Um, we haven't, at least I haven't come across any any real big conflicts at this point. Um, must be staying on the easy side, unfortunately. <laughs> we must not be digging in. I will say the Rayford 99 group, we've maybe this plays a part and we we try our best to not let Zoom shield everyone. But I will say since last it was last summer that we started it, or Jeff and Janice started it, um, and they carried through the fall and even the spring, we've been solely on Zoom. And so it wasn't until a social a few weekends back that we actually got to see everyone in person. Um, and we actually, um, it, it was just awesome. I think that's finally breaking down these barriers that unfortunately, as great as Zoom capabilities have been, it still probably gives that exact um, feeling of, you know, you you come in, you have a quick mingle session at the beginning, you do the study, prayer request, and then okay, logging off, see you later. Or Zoom cuts you off at 40 minutes and we're redialing back in and <laughs> all of those joys. Um, so if that's anything, um, maybe not necessarily disagreements or battles, but I will say that's been probably a not even a conflict, but maybe just a challenge we've had to manage. And, and we're really looking forward to growing closer coming in person in the next few weeks. So... I would say a lot of folks are, are they have forgotten how much they love seeing people. And we do have groups that will continue online for various health reasons, or we've got groups uh, made up of people that maybe don't even live near the church, but mm -hmm. have found each other and have been able to be together in online groups. We also have a few other types of small groups. So grow groups are that meet in homes are, are one way that we make a really big place feel smaller. Um, but we also have uh, grow classes, um, which b both of all three of y'all have been in some version of that. Um, and I know for you guys, it's been the, the nearly newlyweds. It's been Kingdom Leadership. That's um, Lauren and Katie. And then for Ashley, she's been working with me on uh, adult singles grow class um, that we're hoping to roll out big time in the fall. But uh, how has that been? Those are shorter, like limited six to eight week type classes. Um, what's the advantage of something like that? For us, I think it was personally just a great first step. I think that really was, I remember we were sitting in church one Sunday and, and got handed, you know, the big portfolio where they say, get involved. We were reviewing and it really stuck out to us that fall. We had gotten engaged that summer and it was perfect. It struck home. We said, this looks exactly like what we need to do. Let's take that leap. 
didn't seem too intimidating. It was people going through a similar life experience. And so it felt so natural. And I think also knowing that it's a short term, six to eight weeks. So we weren't. In other we words, just you can pull that ripcord, jump out of the plane if you have to. We right? might have <laughs> just stuck the toe in the water. But, it, you know, now thinking back, it led to so much more that we didn't even know what we were getting into. I mean, we met Katie and Travis and now here we are co-leading a, a group um, that wasn't even a group um, at the time. So, so much has changed. But I think that's the biggest thing. It's a nice short term, that first step of getting plugged in, meeting couples you would have never met outside of it, and then forming those relationships and bonds that we, you know, it's just crazy. I think the grow classes are a really great kind of focused in study on something versus, um, you know, typically grow groups are more of like regular life you do bible studies but they're not they don't have such a specific topic you know as um, marriage or um, singles or you know whatever kind of topic the grow class is about I think it's just a good way to really dive through specific material that can be kind of tailored to whatever you're going through in life Um, the kingdom leadership one as well it was a really great kind of jam-packed full of really helpful information um, that kind of prepared us to be leaders. So I think that it's it's just a nice way to have another more kind of specific um, laid out timeline of, of, a, of a study to do. Agree, Ashley. The short term has its place. It yeah. does. It really does, right? Yeah. Um, for me, my first sort of entry was in another one of our short term experience, which is the table, which is our um, on-campus women's, Bible study ministry. So we have it in the fall and we have it in the spring and it goes for a set number of weeks and women gathered a table and that table is their grow group during that season. And so that was my first real experience with community at Faithbridge. We had moved from overseas. I was having what's called reverse culture shock. You think you're going to be the same person um, that you were when you left, but you come home and, and you've, your life has changed, your view has changed. And so I just happened and this is a total God moment to land in a group on the, te- in the at the table um, with my friend Deidre Armstrong, who I hadn't met before, and she had just come back from an overseas uh, expat assignment as well. And she was she had done this multiple times. I was the the young newbie coming back, and you know God put me in that group, and we studied the Book of Jonah, which incidentally is all about having to embrace new cultures and stretch and obedience. Um, but I just saw how God used that, and then that let me, as someone in a big church, not knowing a lot of people, start to let down my defenses and and become part of um, community here. All right, so we are actually, I can't believe our time is nearly up. You guys have been great. Um, we are going to have one last question here in just a moment. Um, but I will recap a couple things that you said. It's been so encouraging to hear you talk um, about our home-based grow groups, um, these grow classes, and again, that's sort of in its infancy. We have a summer one that's going to come available. It's called Intro to the Bible uh, that will be available on Sunday mornings for folks to take advantage of, Um, and then all the other places where small groups have have made it um, important for you, important for you to connect. Um, So if you're listening, hopefully... Katie and Lauren and Ashley encourage you that maybe you want to take a next step. Maybe you want to find out what grow groups are meeting in your area or join one of our grow classes. Um, You can sign up too. We have a a 
starting point class that'll be coming up soon. That's a relaxed sort of small group, safe environment for anyone who has questions about faith, as well as those who want to learn about Jesus and Christianity. Uh, You'll be able to find those on our website. You can go to faithbridge.org slash growgroups or faithbridge.org slash starting point. But we're also going to put those in the show notes for you if those are some good first steps that you'd like to take. Now, before we go, we've got one last fun question that we ask every week, and that is, what is something that brought you joy in the last week or so? Why don't you kick us off, Lauren? Okay. Um, I guess this past week, uh, something that occurred was, so in our grow group, it's fitting because it's about a grow group experience, but in our grow group, we pick, um, we assign prayer partners um, every week with the women and the men. We, we kind of stole that from kingdom leadership. We really <laughs> enjoyed that in kingdom leadership. And what that is, is you're assigned with another lady or for the men, it's it's the guys. Um, and it's really just to, to get together or in the times of Zoom and, and social distancing, it could be a FaceTime, a phone call. Um, well, I had one lady, Jane, from our grow group over for coffee Sunday afternoon and we just chatted on the couch for a couple of hours and it was just so joyful. I mean, her husband was also out of town and we said, well, let's just get together. What better way to just not have any timeline and, and just really dig deeper. And so it, it was just super special to get to know her a lot better and more intimate relationship. Katie, what about you? For me, I, so my sister and niece and nephew and her husband live in Maryland and <gasps> where my family's from. Connections happening right here. (laughs) Um, So they came and visited me this past weekend. They came in Thursday night, and we just got a lot of uh, sweet time together. And my mom came for kind of the second half of the weekend, and it was just so fun to get to spend time with the the kids. And we played in the sprinklers and went to the park and saw the ducklings. And um, they haven't – the kids are from Texas. They were born here, but they haven't been back since kind of pre-COVID because of flying. So it was it was really joyful. And now I'm very behind on all of my life duties, but <laughs> it was it was worth it for sure. To get to spend some good family time together. Ashley, mine is totally unrelated to family or <laughs> church. Uh, but nonetheless, it has brought me so much joy. I paid off my car. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> I mean. I need a bell for you to ring. Yeah. I really oh. wish that I had one. I made that. I clicked that button and I was like, this is so exciting. And then today I got the like official, you've paid your car off. Here's your title. I was like, oh, that's can I awesome. frame this? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> Put it on the mantle. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> totally okay. That's a big deal. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Super excited. Very big deal. Um, and I'll close this off also very simple. I'm just very happy I walked through my yard and almost all of my plants that died in the freaky freeze of February have all come back. And wow, I'm so happy because it's like new life everywhere. That is amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> so we have enjoyed our time together. Thank you so much, ladies, for being with us and for sharing your hearts on how small groups minister to you and how you get to minister to other people through them. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. We hope you found it helpful and encouraging. At FaithBridge, we're all about real people, real life, as we pursue our mission of making more and stronger disciples of Jesus Christ. Check out our other podcasts, including our weekly sermons at faithbridge.org podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.